Broadcasting live from our new state-of-the-art studio in downtown Chicago, it's Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. Radio DePaul Sports. Student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. This is Sports You've Never Heard of. I'm Jacob Ellis. And I'm Trenton Cito. And we're starting off the show a little spookier than we usually would. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the impending doom of death is always spooky. Or it's just that holiday season where... Oh yeah, it's... Thanksgiving's coming up. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Not not exactly what I was thinking, but uh, I know you're looking forward to some of that turkey, right? Yeah. Which part of the turkey do you eat? The the turkey part of the <laughs> turkey? You don't have, like, a preference for which part? I always like the drumstick. It's like in my family, it's like, I need a drumstick, and they know I want one of the drumsticks. Well, the drumstick is, like, really thick. Like, really, it's really It's dark thick. meat, yeah, and it's really good. Like, you wouldn't use that for, like... See, the thing is, I think the white meat is better for the sandwich that you eat with the leftovers after Thanksgiving. Oh, you mean, like, just drench it in gravy and then... Well, you put bread, you use cranberry sauce as, like, the sauce for it, and then you put, like, stuffing in it, you put the turkey, and then you put the gravy. Oh, okay, I gotcha. You gotta layer everything into, it like, a m- massive sandwich. Like a whole, like, leftover sandwich. Yeah. Every Everything that you had. Yeah. Okay, I see. That's great. Yeah, I, I feel like I generally don't really like turkey. Just well, it's you so... eat it once a year. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's so dry, you know. That means you're not making turkey right. Well, yeah. I'm not the one making the turkey. <laughs> We've been having a discussion about people waving. I seem it seems like they never wave when I'm looking, but they always wave at Trenton. Yeah, it's well, it's because I have the view of the window. Yeah, I just gotta s- stay all halfway. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunate. But back to Toki. Mm-hmm. You eat it once a year. Well, it's, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. I like it. I don't particularly enjoy it. Uh, it's once a year you have a whole Toki. It's a good, yeah, I eat this once a year. I might eat occasionally a Toki sim, but pretty much not. But yeah, it's good. Mm. I know someone who eats ham on Thanksgiving. Ham? Yeah. I'm not even for that. Ham seems like a a Christmas thing. It is a Christmas. Thing. Okay. My yeah. family, we don't even eat that for Christmas though. We uh, we get like a pork roast. So, okay. Which I see. Is, which is like, people. Some people think it's odd, but then you know, why not go out? It's Christmas time. <laughs> I mean, what do they do? They do in Japan the the KFC thing. Yeah, I've heard about that. The KFC thing. Yeah, it's that's... KFC and then sometimes champagne with it. Cause why not? I mean. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. Maybe it's uh maybe some people won't like it because it's like corporate sponsorship of a holiday. I don't know. Well, okay. What other holidays have corporate sponsorship? I mean, let's think. Like Hallmark controls Christmas. True. With the cards and everything, and the terrible movies that are all the exact same. Our uh our Halloween and 
and Easter also by the, the candy companies or well yeah. I mean peeps only exist because of Easter. Like no one would eat that. It's terrible. It's just like weird mush marshmallows. So this show is supposed to be on uh, legal sports. We're only going to focus on one for this episode. Just picture this. It's late at night. You're walking through a downtown area of Chicago. You look up at the buildings. And on one of them, you see a little moving speck. Is it a board, Trenton? Yes. No. Is it a score that climbed up really high? And then when it falls, it will be totally fine because scores have terminal velocity, which means they can fall from any distance and be totally fine when they hit the ground. Yes. No. But that is a fun fact. No, it's a guy. Somebody is climbing up outside that skyscraper. No. No, someone is actually. Oh, okay. (laughs) So... Buildering is the practice where people will literally climb up skyscrapers for feats of endurance and athletic uh, accomplishment. I see. That's uh, that does not bode well with me because I am, I'm not. Okay, I was gonna say I was afraid of heights, but as uh, Justina Lepa, who is currently the general manager of Radio DePaul I'm over at our up. at our sister station. <laughs> As Justina has told me before, it's not a fear of heights. It's a fear of falling from great heights. What? But everyone has that feel. I don't want to fall into great heights, but I'm fine with going up on heights. Well, some people have an abnormally stronger fear of falling from great heights. So Yeah, but then because of that, I would debate Justina on this. Okay, so because of that, you won't, don't want to go up high. And that's part of the fear, though. Indeed. Yeah, no, so it's still a feel of heights. Justina, where are you? We're paging Justina. Justina, come over. I don't over. think she's going to show up. I, th- I think so. I think she's going to be so insulted by you that she's just going to come Quite over this. and but, um, whack you with a backpack or something. But no, it's feel... Okay, so you don't have a feel of heights. You have a feel of falling from great heights. Indeed. What do you mean? Like, how strong is it? Can you go up on Sears Tower and be fine? I mean, like, in the box thingy well i've never been in the box thingy okay but you've been up on the top and been fine i mean it's a couple blocks away we can go (laughs) just bring a microphone and we'll do this yeah yeah we'll just bring the the comrex that they use for live game broadcasts. yeah we're doing a live game which is uh, how scaled is trenton of the box thing it's just me hyperventilating into the mic. <laughs> At the John Hancock Center, now they have something called like the lean or something, where you're on a glass and you're holding on to oh, these yeah. things, and then you lean. Yeah, I've I've heard of that. Yeah, I saw people doing it, and I thought yeah, they just try to make it more and more advanced. Because now in Los Angeles, they have a glass slide you can go down. That's on the tallest building. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So you go down like a couple of floors, and it's just a glass slide. I mean, I'm already afraid to go on roller coasters, so. uh no. <laughs> is this part of, like, what if when we do the loop-de-loop, I fall from a great height? No, it's just the the very sudden acceleration of, like, straight downwardness. I get Well, is it all roller coasters? Because some mean, are, like, more gradual. Yeah, I can I can go on the kitty ones. It's nice. That remind there's, like, a old wooden roller coaster called the Giant Dipple or the Great Dipple. You know me? in California and Santa Cruz and it's this old wooden one 
And the thing people say about it, it's almost more extreme than the other ones because it's so odd, you feel like you're going to die when you're on it. And you're just going... And you also always get like a weird crank in your neck after you're done. That's, uh... It's fun. That's odd. You know... It feels like a safety hazard, but it's fine, apparently. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they inspect it often. Uh-huh. It's, uh... Maintained. Okay, but back to buildering. Back to buildering, yes. So, um, it's also known as edificering, urban climbing, structuring, skywalking, bouldering, uh, stegophily, but it's most commonly known as buildering, which is a combination of the word building and bouldering, which is the climbing form that it most relates to. So, you know, like the free solo climbs, like that guy who did the thing on Yosemite. Yeah. I feel like the name buildering is almost more of like a sport where you're building buildings. <laughs> really fast? Yeah. Like, come on! Almost like the, what, the lumberjack games, but instead of, like, cutting things, they're, like, rapidly putting together, like, a, a wooden tower or something. Oh, I thought it would be, like, full-on construction site. Which would be oh. terrifying if they screw up. Full full on construction site. Then it's kinda like a reality TV show or like, you know, the amazing race, but you're only building buildings. Yeah. Or that extreme home makeover show or whatever. Oh. That they basically build it fast. Right. I hope most of the people can't keep the houses because they can't afford the taxes on them. Yeah, that's that sounds legit. I know, it's kinda depressing when you think about that show then. They built a dream house ex explicitly for them, and they can't afford to keep it, so they sell it. Have you ever seen, like, that, the home improvement shows where they're, like, helping to, to renovate a home or, like, yeah. you know, fix this, or, you know, this homeowner had this question, and we're going to help them fix it, and it's like, huh, interesting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I went on a... You know the ones where they pick to, like, buy a house? You know that they've already bought one of the houses and they're pretending that they're choosing. Oh, yeah. I mean. So it's like, it's, yeah, that's really ridiculous to me. <laughs> <laughs> we went from, uh, from bouldering to, uh, how to, to about just fears of heights. And now we're just. We're talking about HGTV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, bouldering, uh, and most, so most of the time. Surprisingly, properly, property owners don't want people climbing the faces of their buildings, possibly calling them liability if they die. So the sport is almost ex exclusively practiced outside the bounds of the law. That being said, at some popular building buildering places, where it's sort of the builders are known to have, have decent safety standards, and like the buildings aren't like it's not like Steel's tower it's like sort of a smaller building that might have like a slight uh slope to it they property owners will sort of just turn a blind eye and be like yeah i don't see anything there's no one on my building <laughs> somebody just on the sidewalk is looking out there pointing they're like is that a person and the other person's like oh i i just had my eyes dilated today i don't think it's a person there's nobody up there yes and for example, at Tufts University in Massachusetts, a common prank during spooky season, Halloween, is the practice of pumpkining, where the campus would awaken to pumpkins being placed on the roofs of buildings, implying 
someone had to climb up the outside the building to place the pumpkin hill. And so, like, all, imagine all of the buildings at the pole just randomly have pumpkins on the roofs. That's, uh... Are you talking the downtown campus or the Lincoln Park campus? I think downtown there's always access to the roof. I think Lincoln Park makes more sense. Okay. And you also couldn't totally tell. From downtown. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, I don't know. Maybe if uh, somebody's just hanging pumpkins from the roof, almost like um, Christmas lights. But instead of hanging Christmas lights, you're hanging uh, pumpkins. Yeah, I don't know if they, like, make if it's... I couldn't find out if it was just pumpkins or they, like, cut jack-o'-lanterns. And then do they have to light them every night? I wonder if uh, then they just have, like, birds and squirrels trying to get up there and eat the pumpkins. Well, I don't think... I'm wondering if the college... Because this is the college... It's popular enough where the college just politely ignores the practice and they don't try to get anyone for it. I think if you con the act, they would, but I don't think they actually look out for it. Uh, but the thing is, like... Um, you assume that someone has to clean up the pumpkins, or, yeah, nature just has to clean it up for them. Well, you have rotting pumpkins on your roof. Ah, uh, that's true. I mean, I guess it's... I mean, pumpkins are natural, so they'll, they'll decompose, and they shouldn't decompose too badly. Well, they need to decompose, like, in the dirt, though. It's just on a roof. <laughs> You're just walking out of your building and, like, rotted pumpkin starts falling on you. You know how, also, again, if they carve it, like, jack-o'-lantern style, it decomposes so much faster. Oh, okay. I could see that. Yeah, so it's gonna look bad. I see. But right. I don't know. Maybe you can't smell up on the roof. But anyway, the point is that that's the reason we're doing this episode, because it's Halloween-y. And two, also... That some places they're sort of fine with it because they know people will do it, so they're not going to try to stop it. All right. Uh, another actually, another college that apparently allows it is University of Colorado at Boulder, which is funny because of oh, Boulder. Oh yeah, I see. I see what you did there. I didn't do it. They did it. <laughs> I see. Uh, <laughs> but um, so from what I con- what I can find there were basically a couple of different domains of buildering so trenton what is the first domain called night climbing night climbing has nothing to do with the superhero it's a superhero right i have no idea there's a superhero called night climber or something night night crawler oh night crawler night crawler and also isn't that like no wasn't that like a movie with jake gyllenhaal where he was a creepy camera dude was it? I think so, yeah. That's Nightcrawler. I thought Nightcrawler was an, an X-Men superhero. I don't know. Oh, I really don't know the X-Men. I only know Hugh Jackman. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one of the X-Men is Hugh Jackman. I mean, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, night climbing is uh, it's a different kind of buildering in that it's only performed... Under the cover of darkness. Ooh, this is really spooky then. <laughs> By undergraduates. Oh. So not spooky at all. No. <laughs> so originally it was known as roof climbing, uh, which is where building mostly got its start. It was started at the universities of Oxford and Cambridge in England. Cambridge. Cambridge. No, it's Cambridge. 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 
I've never heard it pronounced Cambridge. What? <laughs> yeah. Is it? It's Cambridge. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, England. <laughs> uh. um, and over there, students had long climbed buildings for fun, but it wasn't officially documented until 1895 when a Jeffrey Win. Winthrop? Winthrop yeah, Winthrop Young started climbing the campus buildings and they were like, alright, interesting, somebody should write this down so that the kids in the future on their smartphones chilling at home look at that and be like, oh, we're not doing anything useful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and eventually, Jeffrey started to publish guides on how to climb buildings at all the various colleges throughout England which was kind of a, a spoof in the style of mountain mountaineering guide writing. Yeah, because also, like, back then they wouldn't have, like, exactly, oh, here's a trail up this mountain for how you climb it, or, like, this is a path everyone knows. It's, you need a guidebook to know how I'm supposed to get up this mountain. Yeah, and basically people were like, oh, yeah, this is cool, and they just continued to, to update his guides on how to do it. So that's uh, yeah. pretty cool. I guess every time there was a new building on campus. I don't know how much Oxford and Cambridge updates their buildings because they're pretty old universities, but I'm guessing, yeah. And uh, as we moved closer into the 21st century, of course, the climbing has improved or evolved just based on other innovations in terms of technique and, you know, climbing ability, such as parkour which had a big influence just because it's very physical and has to do a lot with also traversing terrain and climbing in an urban environment. Yeah, so it's pretty much not only are we going to climb up this building, then we're going to jump around and go, woo, parkour. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Be by your monkey around. What? <laughs> no, nah, I started thinking of that song. Oh, right? okay. Because <laughs> climbing... Uh, I'm a little insane today. It's okay. All right, Jacob, what's next? Every day. <laughs> uh, next is sort of <laughs> what I refer to as safe buildering because nowhere do they kind of do they never they never describe different degrees of buildering by how safe it is. They only describe it on did you do it like free solo, which is nothing. Did you do it with a harness and rope and stuff like that? So safe is sort of where. Um, you have safety equipment like roping, harnesses you're using for a climb, and the build it's only like part of a building because a lot of times when people do bouldering, they won't do like bouldering. They won't do like the whole face or something. They'll do part of it and then sort of get off because they know that next part isn't really doable. This is sort of the same where they're like certain parts of the building we can do, but at some point it gets too high wind sort of. So they do part of the building. They have ropes and safety harnesses. I don't know how often they get permission, though, so I'm sort of curious how they set up the ropes and safety harnesses. Um, yeah, and I think general... Uh, yeah, I don't know how often they get permission from the property owners. I feel like property owners, no matter if less is a giant publicity thing, they would never agree to this. Yeah, unless it's like a big event um, for, I don't know, charity or raising money for a university. 
Oh, you're gonna say you're gonna become the Zapol climber. You're gonna climb. No, up. no. We already clarified at the beginning of the show. I'm not going anywhere. That's near why it'd be interesting. <laughs> it will be someone who doesn't want to do it. <laughs> He's just yelling the whole time. I don't want to do this. <laughs> you go woo. Just have a, just have some professors do it or something. Yeah. That will go out well. This is how you get tenure, Professor. You climb up this building. That, uh... I don't know. That that might be a pretty good idea, you think? Uh, I don't know. Jacob is giving me a very skeptical look in the studio. Man, that person outside is giving you a skeptical look. Oh, yes. Hello, person outside. Would you like to go buildering? That person's spooky. Let's stop looking. <laughs> Um, so the next style is free solo buildering. So this is like free solo bouldering. Well, it's, you're climbing without any equipment, basically. I think like some, sometimes they've used suction cups. Ooh, Very suction like cups. Mission Impossibly, like click, click, click. Do, 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 yeah. Do, do. I guess in that Mission Impossible where Tom Cruise climbed up the building, he was basically doing this. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It seems... That's tense. I didn't like that when he did that. I was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole idea was I can only get up to this elevator because I can't use the, like, main elevator or something. I'm like, they don't have, like, a surface elevator you can use? <laughs> Isn't there... Don't they have to have stairs for safety? There's some better way. That's true. It's, uh, I don't know. It's it's for the excitement. Where would the excitement be if half the movie is just watching Tom Cruise walk up 15 flights of stairs? I don't know. You can get really tired. <laughs> then it just becomes like a, a workout video. Step, step, step. Only 10 more flights to go. Make sure to hydrate on your way. I'm just saying, it freaked me out. But anyway, <laughs> free solo. This is how it's mostly seen as being done. An experienced climber sneaks up a building. They usually draw a lot of attention because you just because more often when it's a giant building, they do it in daytime because you they could see battle. But that means everyone else can see in battle, and then they get a crowd, and the police are like, "Oh." And sometimes, like, mid-climb, police would just open a window and grab them. <laughs> That's, uh... Or they'll pretty much, like, open all the windows above them and say, like, you can't get anywhere now, so you might as well come in. Yeah. And they always do, because, like, yeah. I mean, I guess that that does make sense. But once you said <laughs> sometimes they'll just open a window and pull them in, I was like, I wonder if somebody's ever done that with a, with a window washer. <laughs> window washers just why minding, would you do that they're just minding their own business cleaning a window you know I don't know bobbing to some tombs or something and all of a sudden somebody opens a window and drags you inside I was literally talking to someone about window washing the other day I'm just like how do you get into window washing and then do you want to get into window washing no I'm just curious and it's like is it a union and also because they go from building to building you assume right you can't do one building well I suppose one building would take a long time especially if it's a really big building yeah, but I'm even serious how I'm thinking. They do the whole building. They must. They probably do it in like what a week. Off mm. to next building. Maybe I don't know. 
I feel like they do. You're looking up how long it takes to window wash. I kind of like the mystery more. So, like, I imagine they have unions. They go around to different buildings. Because also it's a thing where only newer buildings have, like, built-in window washers, really. There's a bunch of old buildings, which they couldn't do that as easily. So they had to, like, retrofit them in. Did you find out? Uh, somebody said, well, this is for a house. Oh, that doesn't matter then. Yeah, We're not this... doing house window washing. Yeah, We're I'm not about, really. Like, skyscrapers. Not really finding anything. Skyscraper. But yeah. Okay. So in your mind, the risk of being climbing a building illegally and getting grabbed and dragged in is as much as your window wash will hide to clean this building's window. And someone's going to go, yank. That window washer's not coming back. <laughs> what is happening to this window washer? Uh, I don't know. Prank TV show? That's a pretty intense prank. Because there's a chance <laughs> they screw up and he falls. That's true. But don't window washers usually have, like, safety harnesses? I don't know how, depending on how tall the building is. Because I think sometimes it's just, like, wide bottles. Oh, scary. I don't actually know. You would assume they should, but who knows. Yeah. But yes, so free solo climbing takes usually a respite police and it takes inspiration from free solo and cliff face climbing but trenton we've come to an important time in the podcast is it time for a message from our sponsors uh no but you did forget to do that at the beginning <laughs> it is time to take a quiz on buildering oh uh, i thought i was done with quizzes no, this time I had a good quiz for you. All right. It's a bit tricky one. It can get spooky sometimes. <laughs> spooky. Okay. I am, I am prepared. Okay. Mentally, physically, emotionally, and with Ewoks. Interesting. I don't know how much they're going to help you. Yub, yub. <laughs> yub, yub. <laughs> Question one. Which of the following was 80s climo phenom Dan Goodwin's nickname? A. Sticky Hands. B. Skyscraper Man. C. Tower Man. Or D. Spider Dan. Uh. It's got to be Spider Dan. Spider Dan. I think they is had your final I, answer. I think they had an obsession with Spider Man in the 80s. So yes, Spider Dan. Okay. You are correct. Oh, yes. And it was actually a trick because it was also Skyscraper Man. He had two nicknames. He had two? Yes. For the same building. What? For the same building that he climbed? No, he climbed a lot of buildings. Okay. This is actually going to be a later question, but anyway. Ooh. So, question two. The city of New York originally didn't outlaw buildering when the phase started what year was it finally outlawed, and for what reason was it outlawed? Is it A, 1920, and it was finally outlawed because a skyscraper boom made it, boom made it impossible for climbers to be safely watched? B, 1933, and it was because a climber caused a crowd that slowed traffic, causing the mayor to be late for an appointment? Was it C, 1941, and it was because of a few of Nazi spies climbing into government buildings in the city? Or was it D, 2008, 
when they had to put a law on the books after a crime evaded legal punishment since his crime was technically not a crime. Honestly, this seems like D. You think it's D? I, I feel like it is. You think it's D? Yes. Okay, the answer is... It is A, 1940. Uh. So it was many climbers before that, and when the skyscraper boom started... A lot of climbers fell to death, and just New York police could not, and firefighters and everything could not keep up, because they'd just be on completely out of sight of town. I I thought it was gonna be D, because I was like, Jacob's trying to trick me. <laughs> no, I threw that in because I thought you would be tricked by that. Oh, that's some that's some next level thinking. Okay, so question three, uh, Dan Goodwin came back to climbing after retiring sometime in the 80s and 90s. He came back in 2011 after retirement and surviving stage 4 cancer to, to climb the Millennium Tower in San Francisco. He did it to spread awareness to what cause? A. Lack of funding for a local climbing school. B. The risk of extinction of a rare species of bat in South America. C, the fire department's inability to conduct rescue operations on in the upper floors of skyscrapers. Or D, the mismanagement of the Millennium Tower's construction company for not properly reinforcing the building's core, which caused it to sink five inches in ten years. You know, I chose D on the last two choices. I'm just going to choose D again because this also seems legitimate. You're going to choose D again? Yes. You think I just put D all the time? Well, you didn't before, but I'm going to say this one's D2. You think this one's D2? Yes. Okay. And it was C, the fire department's uh, inability to conduct rescue operations in the upper floors of skyscrapers. D is actually true, though. The Millennium Tower in San Francisco has been sinking. So, so, so D was your protest to that. That would be what I would do because it was sinking. But so, like, pretty much... The reason it was sinking, they claimed, was because a different tower went up and it caused the ground to shift and caused them to sink. But pretty much people have proved that it was just poor building and they built it on like a place that was half original land, half landfill. So they shouldn't have built that tall of a building. But maybe when he climbed this building, it sort of sunk because he tugged it at it the wrong way, you know? Question four, uh, question four, multiple building climbers were nicknamed the human fly. Which of the following is not a true story about one of these human flies? Are you actually ready now? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Which of the following is not a true story about one of these human flies? A, Henry, human fly Henry Gordonot climbed from 1905 to 1918 and did every one of his climbs successfully in street clothes and tennis shoes. B. Harry F. Young died climbing a hotel in New York as promotion for a silent movie called Safety Last. C. Roy Royce was arrested for climbing the Chrysler Building in 1934 but escaped the police call hoarding him and went back to climbing the building to finish the climb. D. James A. Deering successfully climbed the Rutherford County Courthouse in 1923, but fell to his death after climbing it. 
Okay. So which one is not true? So three of these are actually true about one of the human flies. Okay. So one of these I just made up. Would there be a a silent movie actually called Safety Last? I don't know. I mean, silent movies. Kind of weird. Or would somebody be able to escape a police car holding them and go back to the building to finish the climb? Uh, Honestly... Well, let's see. What do you think a movie called Safety Last would be about? If they're deciding to climb a building for it as promotion. Safety being last? People doing dangerous things? Yeah, okay. I mean, it seems like people, somebody doing dangerous things, that's all of Buster Keaton's movies ever. Yeah, and it's a silent movie. Okay, well, I'm going to put in some... Some uh, elementary school level guessing here. So, two options A and B, both of their names start with H. Okay. <laughs> B and D, both of them have died while climbing. Um, so, the one that is not the same is. is um, C is the the only one that's that does not have similarity. So I'm going to eliminate C. Uh, B and D both have somebody who died. A does not. I'm going to eliminate A. And now it's a 50-50 chance between B and D. You're thinking a lot for this one compared to the others. I guess because now if you lose this one, you can't win the game. Wait a minute. I just realized this is which is not a true story. Yes. Which means I should be trying to find... Oh, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do this so again. So three of these true. Change <laughs> yeah. so long in this question. Some of the other ones, you're just like, no, it's that one. Let me think. Hold on. Okay, so let me go over this again. A and B, both of them begin with H. That's a similarity. B and D, both of them have died. That's a similarity. C is the only one that is different. I'm going to go with C is the one that did not happen. And that is Roy Royce was arrested for climbing the Chrysler building in 1934, but escaped the police car that was holding him and went back to finish the climb. C, I'm going to say. And the answer is? Yes, you're right. Roy Royce was actually the climbing nickname for Harry F. Young. Wow, okay. So that's, Harry F. Young was basically Roy Royce. That's some uh, that's some next level <laughs> trickery there. But I must say, I'm surprised at the, uh, the accuracy of my elimination technique. Yep. Okay, you have one final question for the Marvels. You got two out of four correct, so you could win. All right. Question five. Elaine Robert, the most successful free solo bouldering climber, has climbed all of the following buildings except A. Empire State Building, B. Eiffel Tower, C. The Burj Khalifa in Dubai, or D. The Patronus Towers in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, this is this is difficult. I must say, I have not heard of the last two buildings. The Burj Khalifa is the one Tom Cruise climbed up in in the Mission Impossible. Oh, I see. Would 
would Tom Cruise be able to climb it and uh, the most successful free solo builder and climber could not? Well, Tom Cruise also had, I don't know, a team making sure he would live because, you know, that would be bad if he didn't. Yes, I see. Well, oh, this is difficult. I'm going to... Huh. Empire State Building, I think I could see that happening. Okay. Uh, the last two... Not gonna lie, I feel like they might look at that and be like, ooh, we can use that as a, a tourism attraction or, you know, just bring attention. In Dubai and Kuala Lumpur? Yes. And just like, I don't know, just bring attention, you know? Okay. Bring in some more tourist money. Uh, but Paris and New York, they're not about that. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say the one that he hasn't climbed is B. The Eiffel Tower? Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Because... It is the shortest of any of these. Yes. And my reasoning for this... And it does have the most slope, so you would assume it would be the easiest to climb. Are you are you trying to push me in a different direction, Jacob? I don't know. <laughs> just, I just feel like you didn't. You have you've just considered this based on your elementary school practices. Maybe it's right. I don't know. Oh, you wanted me to to do it based on the uh, no. I'm elementary saying school I feel like you're still basically doing elementary school, but just being like it's Eiffel Tower for no reason. Well, if I wanted to do the, the elementary school, I would, because this is uh, three of them are correct and one is not, right? So I'd look and I'd be like, oh, A and B, Empire State Building, Eiffel Tower, both begin with E. And then B and D, both of them have the the word tower in it. Oh, my god! Which means okay, it would be C in Dubai. <laughs> so which one is it? I'm going to say B, Eiffel Tower, not because I chose it through my uh, elementary school tactics, but because, as they say in French, no. Okay. <laughs> well, the answer is a little bum, 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 bum. none of them because he successfully climbed all of those buildings. Jacob, that's <laughs> cheating. <laughs> I just wanted to bring attention to how good of a climber he was <laughs> that he could climb all of them. Oh no! He climbed all of those. He also I got considered because he climbed the Golden Gate Bridge throwing that in there and then i could say oh because it's not actually a building <laughs> but i walked i think you would have guessed that with your uh whatever preschool tactics <laughs> preschool. It, it started as elementary school and now you're just downgrading it to preschool level i don't know once you start doing like letters i was like that's more preschool you're just learning your letters from now trenton how do you know i know all my letters <laughs> Jacob is so done with me. But yes, so Elaine Robert is the most famous because uh, he climbed a lot of buildings recently. The Burj Khalifa, which is the tallest building in the world, is the only building he ever used a harness for, for safety. So no one's actually free soloed that. Ooh, I see. Yes. So the thing is, I don't really think you could because of the wind at the top. That does seem dangerous. Because I don't... 
And also, like, basically no one, only a couple people have been to the very top of it because it's so dangerous. Actually, Tom Cruise has a picture on the very top of it. Because he's special. Well, he's Tom Cruise. Indeed. But, yes, so Elaine Robert is the most famous. Uh, Dan Goodwin was really big in the 80s. He started climbing again, uh, and he's done, like, a couple of promotional things recently. But that is free solo climbing. We have one more domain of climbing. Ooh. Which is called rooftopping. I see. And, uh... What is rooftopping? Rooftopping is something that... Well, I was going to say that everybody can do. But no, not everybody can do. And here well, everyone Radio, can attempt. Yes, but here at Radio DePaul Sports, we do not advise uh we should make that clear yes. radio DePaul sports is not going to own any of the actions t- discussed about in this episode of sports <laughs> you never heard of with jacob ellis and trenton cito please refer to this i couldn't i couldn't do legalese for that one <laughs> but yes um rooftopping is a a new trend because now everybody has a cell phone everybody can record themselves so it is daredevil youtubers instagrams uh streamers influencers, whoever, that will take videos and photos of themselves climbing buildings. Yeah, a lot of the selfie sticks up on the top of buildings. Right, and it's uh, it's kind of in the brand of like urban exploring rather than traditional climbing. They usually don't have any climbing experience, and they'll be climbing abandoned buildings. Yeah, but the thing is about urban exploring, it's like it's sort of an offshoot of urban exploring, but most urban explorers, when they hear people do this, they're like, that's sort of crazy. Like when they're like on the outside of buildings, when it's close to the building, or like go to the top, they're like, nah, that's kind of dumb. So it's sort of like it's an off, like it's a part of urban exploring, but urban exploring doesn't accept it. Oh, I see. That's, yeah. uh, that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Um, it's very popular in Russia, in Eastern Europe, where there's a lot of old abandoned, like, Soviet structures that no one's doing anything with. So, like, might as well climb this and take a picture. Um, especially interesting is in 2014, one Ukrainian rooftopper nicknamed Mustang Wanted. What a name. I know. <laughs> climbed a government building in Moscow graffitied the Ukrainian flag onto the top spiral and escaped back to Ukraine. He was uh, trialed for vandalism in Russia. He was trialed absentia, which means it's a trial where you're not present. And he was, but he was given awards in Ukraine. <laughs> it, it was during one of the heights of that Ukraine-Russia conflict. So it makes sense, but right. pretty interesting. All right, well, good for... Good for them. Okay, so we already know you don't want to climb these buildings. Yes, I I do not. Okay. But behind Trenton is this map, or like this pit, sorry, picture of the Chicago skyline. Oh, yes. Look at all the buildings, Trenton. Uh-huh. Or if you can think of a building that's sort of outside of this, you can do that. Okay. If you had to climb one. From the bottom to the top, we're going to give you a safety harness and everything. Okay. So there's no real risk of... We're going to say 
well, there's technically always a risk of dying. You probably won't die. Probably. Probably. It w- you would only die if it was, like, extreme winds and someone was af- trying to get you to die and they, like, cut the string or something. Okay. So I won't be <laughs> But which of these buildings do you think you could climb? I don't know the names of almost any of these. Well, you can point at it and I can guess and I can just say it's that building. Uh, let's see. Well, you can sort of also describe the shape of it to the listeners. It's small. It's short. It's stout. No. Okay. It's a little teapot. <laughs> Look at these tall ones. <laughs> well, basically what I, why I brought this up is I wanted you to think of, if we're thinking of strategy, like we always think of strategy in these things. If we were to just say we got to climb a building, what building do you think would be most doable? Like, do you think there's that tall just rectangle? I think it's called Aeon Center. It's on the other side. You see that really tall, skinny rectangle? Okay. Yeah. Like right on Grant Park? I don't... I think that would be worse because there's not really... It's not built for, like, wind resistance, so the wind's going to hit you harder when you get really high up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I gotcha. I mean, it's easier to... Maybe it's sort of easier to transverse because just straight flat, but I think it would be worse because of wind. If we look, there's, like, Sears Tower is steps, so you go up steps, so you're going to get a little break every now and then. That's true, but it's also much taller than anything else. It is taller than everything else, but, like, you have to consider that. Um, John Hancock has a slight slope to it. Uh, and then I don't think... I'm not going to force you to climb the antennas, so that's good. <laughs> and then also, if you get to that leaning port, they could see you on the outside climbing up. Let me see. Well, I think I've selected one. How about... Oh, okay. There. So he's pointing at a small one. I don't know what this one is. It's small. It's not the smallest though. He did pick somewhat tall, but it's sort of, it's very old style. I would guess yeah. like 30, 1930s, 1940s sort of. And it's sort of it's built slightly steppy, but then at the top is sort of dome and then point. I don't know if you can find that on maybe if you go on like Google Maps and then click on it. But, like, then there's also some buildings that, like, they're all very straight, but at one point they sort of slope and then go to a point, which is sort of what Trenton picked. Which would give you a break at the end, so maybe that's a good idea. I'm just sort of, yeah, thinking, like, what would you want if you were climbing buildings? How about you, Jacob? What would you climb? I would climb the Trump Hotel because no one would stop me because no one is in that building because it's just empty and it would be kind of funny to like i don't know climb on the trump hotel and sort of laugh at it <laughs> laugh at it yeah and then yeah there we go it also has a slight um it has a bit of a step but it's very smooth because it's smooth glass I, mean, I think maybe smooth glass if i have suction cups it would be good okay i see makes sense yeah all right. Well, I was unable to find the name of the building that I was gonna go for, so that'll be uh, that'll be for a different time. Maybe we'll add it into the description of the episode or something. I don't know what the building is. Yeah, I don't really think it matters. It's a building that's 
it's it's a building that's an old yes. 1930s style sort of building that sort of at one point has a slight point to it and like a slope and then it has a spiral at the top it goes like a third up the height of Seals Tower and it's right in front of Seals Tower. If you know what that building is, call in right away. Call in right away, yes. We don't know what the station number is. I don't know if it's connected anymore. It It is, I think. Really? Yeah, because Nick Cans and uh, Rudy Hodgson still have a show where they have people call in. So. Oh, we should call in and talk about, ask them what building they will climb. <laughs> it's actually, uh, their show is later today. Oh, so we can. Yes, we can. We'll just hide in the back room here at the station. Or we could stay outside. Or we could just call from home. No, we got to do something like this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so is this a sport? Is that Well, a... let's consider all the different types. Okay. So looking back at the different types, I would say that night climbing one, which is undergraduates in the middle of the night, that's not a sport that's general college tomfoolery. Yes. Um, I would say the safety one is a sport because it's directly out of bouldering. Um, I say free soloing is a sport when, it, when it's done by a professional climber because there is definite uh, athletic uh, accomplishment and completing a climb. It's just very dangerous. And I don't think, like, it would be one that I would generally want to be very popular. I mean, good for every now and then there's a really good climb, and if they don't die, then I'm fine with it. But generally... Yeah. And then I think the rooftoping one is kind of just stupid. <laughs> because it's only for the point of, like, um, views on whatever your social media is. Jacob is like, oh, these, all these millennial streamers. All these types. millennial streamers. <laughs> just twitching and ditch, d discording. <laughs> I purposely picked two I don't think you could really do. You could kind of do Twitch, probably. A live stream of climbing a building. Uh, Yeah, you might be able to, I suppose. You'd have to get like a good connection. Yeah. But if the if the tower has an antenna on the top, hey, there's your connection. If you're literally climbing <laughs> the the cell phone tower. Well, you climb up the building, then climb up the cell phone tower. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Let's go right. boop -a doop That would probably actually, when we were considering buildings, if we had to climb the antennas, I would think that would be easier because you could just get like a rope around it and sort of go whoop, whoop. You know, like in Mulan when she does that with the fog? Okay. Yeah, it's like that with an antenna. Oh, okay. But you might get electrocuted. <laughs> yes, uh, that's not ideal. Okay, but... So, what are your opinions on them? No, I, I think I agree with yours. Um, The undergrads, they're not... That's not a sport. Um, safe buildering. I think it would be a sport, but only if it were like... You know. could almost make that organized. Yeah. I could almost see in the Olympics, every Olympics, when they go to that city, that would actually be kind of a cool tourist thing, is have climbers climb like a famous building. Okay. I see. I see what you mean. That would be kind of cool. And they could do different buildings, so like to yeah. show off the skyline. But I think I'm going to call up the Olympic Committee. They're going to take my <laughs> idea.
Sounds good. I'll, yeah. I'll look forward to I know, and the that. cameraman could be on the window washer thing. Oh, I'm I like see. Following. Okay. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, but then, of course, there's the risk of someone opens the window and grabs them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's always the risk of that. Hey, oh. free camera. Yoink. Always, always watch out for the windows. Okay. Um, and free solo buildings. Definitely. Mm. Competition. That's hard. I think same thing with uh, with the safe building if it were organized. If it was yes. organized, yeah. But otherwise, it's just an independent publicity stunt sort of thing. Okay. All right. And then, okay, now would you do any of them? I politely decline and uh, send you in my place. I don't want to go. <laughs> so you politely decline as well. climbing if there's, like, safe and then someone tells me I won't die. Probably yes. not. If if safe and won't die, then equals good. Yep. Okay. So those were the sports. Uh, that is our show yeah. for this week. Next week, we're, we're doing... Go- next week, we're going to look at a different sport, which is now illegal, Ooh. technically. But technically. you would not guess that this is illegal. Really? We're just going to let them sit on that. All right. Well, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty good. I think we, it's a nice way to end the episode. So, uh, we're not gonna see them before the the spooky season is over. So, well, we uh, yeah. What the spooky season goes on to Thanksgiving? We already established Tokyo's gonna be kind of spooky. <laughs> You're driving in the middle of the night, empty road. All right. You're falling asleep on the drive. Suddenly headlights pick up in the distance glowing eyes in the front of the car you see it you're zooming towards it almost about to hit it and then there it is and it screams <laughs> this has been sports you never heard of this has been uh sports you never heard of as jacob said i'm Francis Tito. i'm He's- jacob ellis this has been Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demon. Stay safe, y'all. If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? If there's something weird and it don't look good, who you gonna call? Broadcasting live from our new state-of-the-art studio in downtown Chicago, it's Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons.